Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Balance of power and last of all, Tokyo Tycoon, they head for home. The two-year-old scamper for the million-dollar hamper. And the pacemaker is Ulanova. Hugs the rail, lead by two. Ethereal star getting a run through and behind it. Further out then is the Bell and then she turns his running on. Further out, Tokyo Tycoon is running on as well with Trebian. That was a staggering performance from any age horse, I've got to say. But when you've got a two-year-old and a big race of that nature uh, coming from last on the turn and weaving its passage through um, under the guise of uh, jockey Craig Zaki, a hell of a run, which I'm sure uh, greatly impressed and uh, greatly pleased um, my guest this morning in terms of racing, Andrew Butcher Castles. Butch, good morning to you. Where does that rate for you in terms of your history in in the game? Yeah, biggest thrill, Ian. Uh, never get sick of listening to that call and just watched it again this morning, to be honest. And uh, look, yeah, an, an amazing thrill. And I said to someone this morning, if everyone got an opportunity just once in life to experience that, there wouldn't be enough car parks at Caraca in the next week because uh, everyone would want to be a part of it. You were a part of it a couple of years ago with your son, uh, Jared, weren't you? And uh, yeah, no, just simply amazing. It was a great run, Butch. At, at, at about the 700, a long straight at Pukekohe Park, you, you drew wide and everyone, and it was an interesting story, this, because we did the barrier draw here live, as you well know, on this radio station, and as soon as Tokyo Tycoon uh, drew the, the, the 14 gate, everyone said, well, that's that gone. Opie said, I don't want a bar of it, uh, and the betting actually franked that as well, uh, but obviously a lot of people didn't lose faith in it. No, you're right, and, and it was uh, deflating when he did come up with the bad gate, but it seemed to work out well. I don't think he was taken back by design. I think he just stumbled out of the gates, and then Zaki rode a pretty cool race from there, saved some ground around the corner, and then picked the path through them, as you said. He did get very cold in the market, got out to about $6 from uh, being the favourite, but then very late in the piece, he was smashed, and in fact, I think even ran a tight favourite in the finish, paying $3.80, so... Probably um, some of the big corporate money uh, came for him and money out of Australia into the co-mingled tote pools came for him as well. The win on uh, Boxing Day was um, first class and, uh, look, uh, a few of us didn't lose faith, so that was really quite nice to him. Yeah, I think it probably was quite nice, Andrew, to be fair. But here's the, here's the thing, um, you know, as you said, not everyone does get the chance. Uh, but it doesn't always work out that way to have a runner in a race such as that. But certainly the syndication of horses these days brings a lot more people into that possibility. Oh, absolutely. Look, the the number of people that were involved in the ownership just of Tokyo Tycoon, you could see it in the birdcage, uh, saw people that uh, hadn't seen um, uh, for a long time and and people that met new uh, people that are in the the team that owns Tokyo Tycoon. And that's where syndicators uh, in general and Tiakia 
um, particularly do, do an amazing job just getting so many different people uh, into these horses. And uh, yes, they had seven of the, of the 14 runners, but they, they buy a lot of horses and then go about the very hard work of, of selling them and uh, repeat business is something obviously uh, that they um, are uh, able to, to do but they get a hell of a lot of new owners each and every year into horses as do many other syndicators and, and they'll all be there from this morning uh, walking around the sale ground at Caraca looking to uh, see what they like and how they might put together uh, deals to uh, um, to sell these horses once they've bought them through the auction process uh, over the next uh, well, starting next Sunday so uh, look, all the hard work starts, starts again uh, today for those people. I know plenty over from Australia, uh, Guy Mulcaster, who uh, we know is a family. We know Guy from, from his Hawke's Bay roots uh, across, and uh, he'll do all his inspections this week. So people come from far and wide, and uh, all those sources, there'll be about a 1,000 in the catalogues over the week, and they'll all get a chance to buy next year's Caracamillion Million winner. Well, they will. And terrific uh, performance again from... Uh, David Ellis, um, Karen, of course, uh, and the team there at Tiako. Incredible uh, record in the race, Butch. Oh, yeah, it's, I, I think Mark, uh, after the race, was quoted as, as saying, go anywhere in the world and, and find a feature race and someone that's um, purchased seven winners in a row. Um, you know, they, they started with uh, Jamie and, and Stephen Orchard's training them, then Jamie on his own, and now Mark again back from Singapore but the constant is that um, that the Tiakau operation and DC's the first to say that it's a team effort, they go around the sale grounds there's a number of people involved in, in working through their shortlist and then the bidding and then Karen swings into action with her office team uh, to, to get them sold, so yes uh, an amazing, amazing achievement to, uh, to win that race uh, seven years in a row, and, and make no mistake, DC will be out there working bloody hard with his uh, team of um, selectors to uh, make sure he can uh, make it an eight. Uh, let's just um, briefly look at uh, two or three other races on the card, Butch. An incredibly successful uh, six-race card this is. It time after time it is just uh, engenders so much interest. I'm not sure you saw too much uh, after Tokyo uh, Tycoon, but Prowl West did a good job and. <laughs> Uh, just denying uh, the wild, uh, the wild night uh, fraternity. Uh, incidentally, too, um, another South African jockey and uh, Warren Kennedy on board Pro S. Yeah, amazing. These two uh, arrived at a very similar time. One of them, Warren Kennedy, was uh, the champion jockey in South Africa last season. Craig Zaki, previously a champion apprentice, have both landed in New Zealand. They've got a tremendous work ethic. They very quickly enamoured themselves to uh, the big stables. And uh, to, for them to win one each of the million-dollar races is... Look, it's, it, it's an, quite an incredible achievement because the relationships that are built up over a long, long period of time in racing are such that it's hard to break into a scene. And these guys have done it in the space of three short months. And there's two reasons for that. One is the fact they are very, very good. And two, that they work bloody hard. So they are um, they're a massive asset to the New Zealand industry, these guys. And uh, it's just tremendous that they are lifting the bar for our locals as well. Um, and to get those two wins. I did uh, see Prowess. I thought that was as good a field as we've had in New Zealand racing for a long, long time. There's some high-class three-year-olds uh, that were in that race. And uh, Prowess, uh, she is very, very good. We saw it on New Year's Day. And hopefully we'll see it again in the Herbie Dyke reading uh, Michael Guerin's piece in the Herald this morning. It appears that both Wild Knight and uh, Prowess might head to the Herbie Dyke and take on the older horses at Wait for Age. 
something that's uh, always fascinating to see. So uh, we might get a rematch with those two. Uh, Legato, she didn't have any luck. I, I thought uh, she got into a tricky spot and uh, had to uh, uh, go between horses. So I, I'm not sure she'll lose too many admirers with that and she'll bounce back uh, from there. Desert Lightning continues uh, to run well. So, yeah, that was as good a field as you'd see uh, here in New Zealand, Ian, and be interesting which path they now take. Some of them will clearly head towards the derby. Others may head across the Tasman. Other features uh, on the programme, the Karaka Cup, of course, um, early on in the piece for Stephen Marsh and uh, another overseas jockey in uh, Damien Lane. Yeah, and that's, and that's the appeal of the night. It, it does attract, I remember, one year at Ellerslie, yeah, when I was there, we had seven Australian domiciled riders riding uh, in the Karaka Million, and on that night, the likes of, at that stage, there was Hugh Bowman, Brendan Abdullah, um, James McDonald was there, I can't think of the others, but there were seven that particular night. Daniel Stackhouse was across on Saturday. So for Damien Lane, who rides internationally, just come out of a contract in Japan uh, to head across and choose to ride on Caracamillion night shows you that it is a serious uh, international uh, sporting event and $2 million purses for sport in New Zealand are, are certainly uh, not worth sneezing at. So that's why there's a crowd there. That's why it appeals to people outside of racing. It appeals to the sports followers. So wonderful. Yes, Seafalls was good in winning the first. It was showing plenty of ability. And uh, Damien Lane was inch perfect with his ride on uh, here in the first. And uh, not to be outdone, of course, uh, our very best and uh, OP Bosson uh, then went back to back on two very, very classy performers. They had to work, though, Imperatrice and Maven Bell. Yeah, they did. Uh, Imperatrice, I thought she'd be really dominant, but uh, so I suppose she was giving a little bit of weight to them all. Um, and she gets up to 14. Uh, she will then uh, now head to the BCD group sprint here, wait for age at 1400, where she'll have another rematch with Levante by the sound. So that'll be a mouthwatering clash on the 11th of February. Uh, and then Opie had to be at his very best to get Maven Bell across the line. Pia had no uh, luck in behind. I thought it went uh, a really good race, and I, I suspect that they will choose to head across the Tasman with him on the strength of that. And uh, look, the, the lightly tried master Brutus almost caused a massive boil over and just missed getting the dip in. But again, uh, we see why Opie is regarded as uh, the very best in the business. He was able to extract that last little bit out of Maven Bell. And great to have her back as well because she was our champion two-year-old last year. Just missed the early part of the season with uh, some minor hiccups, but she's back now two from two this preparation. And they'll no doubt be aiming her at a group one somewhere down the path, probably the Levin Classic. Butch is the, the racing manager at Ellerslie for a number of years. Of course, you uh, oversaw uh, quite a few big race nights uh, such as this. But uh, how did you feel it went at uh, Pukakui Park, the temporary home at the moment? Yeah, I thought it was a great, great night, Ian. Look, uh, there was there was a good crowd there. Getting there was uh, took a bit longer than we thought, getting uh, through the traffic, which was always a good sign. There were busloads of people being dropped off from uh, in town uh, getting out there. Um, the facilities there, you can spread people out. There's plenty of room because of uh, the, the, the way the course is set up for it having been the home of motor racing. So there were lots of people down in pit lane, I think they called it, and enjoying themselves down there. The grandstand was full. Uh, look, it, you know, it's less than ideal that it needed to be out in the country, for want of a better term, rather than right in the city because it does lend itself to people going to the races and then heading to the viaduct on the back of a, a short, quick fire race program but that's the necessity at the moment so uh, look I thought it was fantastic the track was presented in outstanding order they got it bang on it was uh, I think rated a soft five early in the morning upgraded to a good four and um, 
Our bloke ran 110 flat, I think, for the 1200, so that's a pretty good gallop for a two-year-old. So the, the track team got that bang on, which is not always easy at this time of year when you're lacking rain and needing to irrigate and the like. So, you know, it was, it was a fantastic evening, and um, it really is a, a wonderful sporting event. Is it uh, is, uh, the precursor, too, to what you just mentioned before, um, in terms of breeding and, um, and selling the most important uh, five, six days uh, coming up now at uh, Karaka for Sir Peter Valor and Co as well. Uh, just tell us uh, from a public point of view, Butch, just, uh, you can just walk in and have a look at this. Of course you can. It's it's an amazing theatre. I was uh, lucky enough to be one of the bit spotters there for a number of years until I uh, got a bit old and, and uh, it's hard work uh, there standing in the auditorium for six or seven hours and, and, and eagle eye on uh, the, the crowd to, to spot the bids. But yes, you can get out there. It's amazing theatre. Um, fantastic to watch. You'll see some high prices uh, go through the ring. And this is harvest time for the breeders. Obviously, uh, they spend the, the year getting the yearlings ready for, for this week, sending them through the ring. It's the first time the Australians have been able to be here in person since the outbreak of the pandemic. So there's been two sales where they haven't been here. And uh, I know that there's so many of them looking forward to getting back across the hospitality out at Caraca around the studs is world-renowned, so um, there'll be certainly that aspect to it as well. But it's just a, a cool setting out there, and I know the Monday uh, anniversary day next Monday in Auckland, always a, a massive crowd uh, out there having a look around and, and absorbing the atmosphere, not to forget it is a, a massive part of the business. There'll be tens of millions of dollars change hands over over the week, and as you said, it's uh, it's the pinnacle for New Zealand bloodstock and the big breeders and the smaller breeders as well as they look uh, to, uh, frankly, their business and it can make or break stallions. And look, uh, the fact that um, Tokyo Tycoon won, he's got a half-sister in the sale, so all of a sudden her value has probably increased quite markedly with, uh, with what he did on Saturday night. There's plenty of stories like that uh, throughout the catalogue. Uh, it's, it's a great time and uh, really looking forward to uh, what is uh, uh, such an important week for the New Zealand racing industry across the board. And just to prove it, um, it, it can be lucky, it can be doubly lucky, uh, um, the Castles family actually had two runners in the race. Um, I, I know all eyes were on the, the winner, but um, what was the reaction to um, to Cena's horse? Yeah, she's got a cracking race. She's run uh, six. She's uh, going to be a gorgeous three-year-old filly, uh, that, that one. She's a big, uh, imposing daughter of Headwater, so... Uh, I thought if uh, she was in the top half of the field, that would be a, a pass mark for sure. And uh, she ran out of the skin and running six, so they're going to have an enormous amount of fun. And there's another example of it. I know that uh, Stephen Marsh did it as well, but Tiaki put together a syndicate. I think there's 18 or 20 women involved in that syndicate. And uh, they had a lunch on the Friday to uh, get themselves warmed up, if you like, for Saturday's <laughs> racing. And, and, the, and the thrill uh, that they had was straight up got some friends to uh, get involved in it and I can tell you that um, they are complete converts now and absolutely loving their uh, small uh, interest. It's a great way for people to, to get together as well. You don't have to spend a lot of money with any of these syndicators to get involved. So uh, a social group of people can uh, to get involved and it's a, a great excuse to uh, catch up when you get a horse to the races. What's next for Tarapa, Butch? Uh, yeah, well, we're uh, racing next Wednesday during the sale. Just the way that it falls, it's um, 
Legacy Lodge, Waikato Guineas Day. So that'll be uh, a good pointer towards uh, the ATR New Zealand Derby on the 4th of March. And then we race on the 11th, uh, Ian. As I said, that Legends race day with both the Herbie Dyke Stakes, which may well see uh, a repeat clash of uh, Wild Night and Prowess along with the likes of Defibrillate. Mm. Um, and then the BCD group sprint where Imperatrice and Levante go head-to-head. So that should be a cracking day's racing. And then, of course, uh, with Ellerslie out of play, we're hosting the Derby on the 4th of March, which is something uh, that um, uh, race fans in the Waikato won't get to see very often. So um, tickets are selling really well for that as well. Defibrillate, that uh, that name rings a bell. Is, is that not, um, uh, does Brendan McCullum not uh, share in the ownership of that? And uh, isn't the England cricket team pretty close to being in town then? Yeah, they are. Brendan is involved in defibrillate, so I'm sure he's uh, hoping that uh, their schedule allows them uh, to get along here. So it'd be great to have uh, some of the English uh, team here to uh, cheer on uh, his horse. It's a favourite for the Herbie Dyke after its win in the Zabiel Classic. So um, I'll have to go to Baz and uh, just see what they've got on their agenda that afternoon. It might well be clear, eh? I'll bet sure. Like here, I'll put dollar one in short, and it won't be practice. I'll tell you that, uh, Andrew. Um, <laughs> th- thank you very much for your time this morning. Hardiest congratulations on being a part successful owner and uh, a winner of a million dollar race. Absolute thrill for you, I know. Cheers for your time, man. All the best. Good on you. You're always great to chat.